0: Chapter 7, in which Tigger is unbounced. One day, Rabbit and Piglet were sitting outside Pooh's front door, listening to Rabbit, and Pooh was sitting with them. It was a drowsy summer afternoon, and the forest was full of gentle sounds, which all seemed to be saying to Pooh, ''Don't listen to Rabbit, listen to me!'' So he got into a comfortable position for not listening to Rabbit, and from time to time he opened his eyes and said, ''Ah!'' And he closed them again to say, ''Mmm, true!'' And then from time to time, Rabbit said, See what I mean, Piglet? Very earnestly. And Piglet nodded earnestly to show that, yes, he did. And in fact, said Rabbit, coming to the end of it at last, Tigger is getting so bouncy nowadays that it's time that we taught him a lesson, don't you think so, Piglet? Piglet was saying that Tigger was very bouncy and that if they could think of a way to unbounce him, that would be a very good idea. "Mm, It's just what I feel, said Rabbit. What do you say, Pooh? And Pooh opened his eyes with a jerk and he said, Oh, extremely. Extremely what? asked Rabbit. Oh, what you were saying, said Pooh. Mm, undoubtedly. Piglet gave Pooh a stiffening sort of a nudge. And Pooh, who felt more and more that he was somewhere else, got up slowly and started to look around for himself. Mm, but how shall we do it? asked Piglet. What sort of a lesson, Rabbit? Yeah, well, that's just the point, said Rabbit. The word lesson came back to Pooh, as one he had heard somewhere before. Oh, well, there are these things called... Twice steams, he said. Christopher Robin tried to teach it to me once, but it didn't. What didn't? said Rabbit. Didn't what? asked Piglet. Pooh shook his head. I don't know, he said. It just didn't. What are we talking about? Pooh, said Piglet reproachfully. Haven't you been listening to what Rabbit was saying? I listened, but I had a small piece of fluff in my ear. So could you please say it again, Rabbit? And now Rabbit never minded saying things again, so he asked where he should begin from. And when Pooh said, from the moment when the fluff got in his ear... And Rabbit had asked, when was that? And Pooh had said that he didn't know because he hadn't heard it properly. Piglet settled it all by saying that what they were trying to do was, you see, they were trying to just think of a way to get the bouncers out of Tigger because however much you liked him, you couldn't deny it. He did bounce. Oh, I see, said Pooh. There's just too much of him, said Rabbit. That's what it comes to. And Pooh tried to think. And all he could think of was something which didn't help at all. So he hummed it very quietly to himself. If Rabbit was bigger and fatter and stronger or bigger than tigger if tigger was smaller than tigger's bad habit of bouncing at rabbit would matter no longer if rabbit was taller what's poo saying asked rabbit is it any good no said Pooh sadly no it's no good "'Well, I've got an idea,' said Rabbit. "'And here it is. "'We take Tigger for a long explore, "'somewhere where he has never been, "'and then we lose him there, "'and then the next morning we go and find him again, "'and, you mark my words, "'he will be a different Tigger altogether.' "'Oh, why?' said Pooh. "'Why, because he will be a humble Tigger, "'because he'll be a sad Tigger, "'a melancholy Tigger. "'He'll be a small and sorry Tigger. "'He'll be an, "'Oh, Rabbit, I am so glad to see you Tigger, "'that is why.' Oh, well, will he be glad to see me and Piglet too? Yes, of course. Oh, that's good, said Pooh. Mm, I should hate for him to go on being sad, said Piglet, doubtfully. Oh, Tigger's never go on being sad, explained Rabbit. They get over it with astonishing rapidity. I asked Al once, just to make sure. He said that that's exactly what they always get over it with. But if we can make Tigger feel small and sad, even just for five minutes, we shall have done a very good deed. Would Christopher Robin think so? asked Piglet. "'Yes,' said Rabbit. "'He would say, "'Oh, you've done a very good deed, Piglet. "'I would have done it myself only. "'I happened to be doing something else instead. "'Thank you, Piglet. "'Oh, and Pooh, of course.'" Now, Piglet felt very glad about this, and he saw at once that what they were about to do to Tigger was a good thing to do, and as Pooh and Rabbit were doing it with him, it was a thing which a very small animal could wake up in the morning and be comfortable doing to someone. So the only question was, "'Where should they lose Tigger?' Well, we'll take him to the North Pole, said Rabbit, because it was a very long explore finding it, so it would be a very long explore for Tigger to unfind it again. And now it was Pooh's turn to feel glad, because it was he who had first found the North Pole, and when they got there, Tigger would see a notice which read, Discovered by Pooh, Pooh found it. And then Tigger would know, which perhaps he didn't already, what sort of bear Pooh was. He was that sort of a bear. So it was arranged they should start the very next morning, and that Rabbit, who lived near Kanga and Ruin Tigger, would go home and ask Tigger what he was doing tomorrow, because if he wasn't doing anything, what about coming for an explore and getting Pooh and Piglet to come too? And if Tigger said yes, then that would be all right. And if he said no, well, he won't, said Rabbit, so just leave it to me. And he went off busily. And the next day, it was quite a different day. Instead of being hot and sunny, it was cold and misty. Pooh didn't mind for himself... But when he thought of all the honey which the bees wouldn't be making, a cold and misty day always made him feel sorry for them. And he said so to Piglet when Piglet came to fetch him. And Piglet said that he wasn't thinking of that so much, but of how cold and miserable it would be being lost all day and night at the top of the forest. But when he and Pooh had gotten to Rabbit's house, Rabbit said that it was exactly the right day for them, because Tigger always bounced on ahead of everybody, and as soon as he got out of sight, all they would have to do was hurry away in the other direction, and then he would never see them again. Oh, what, not never, said Piglet. Well, not until we find him again, Piglet. You know, tomorrow or whenever. So come on, he is waiting for us. And when they got to Kanga's house, they found that Roo was waiting too, being a great friend of Tigger's, which made this awkward. But Rabbit whispered, You just leave this to me, behind his poor to poo. And he went up to Kanga. Ah, uh, I don't think that Roo had better come with us, he said. Not today. What? Why not? said Roo, who wasn't supposed to be listening. Oh, it is a naughty cold day, said Rabbit, shaking his head. And you were coughing this morning. What? How do you know? asked Roo indignantly. Oh, Roo, you never told me you were coughing, said Kanga reproachfully. It was a biscuit cough, said Roo, not a cough that you tell about. Oh, I think not today, dear, on another day perhaps. Tomorrow, said Roo hopefully. Oh, we'll see, said Kanga. You are always seeing and nothing ever happens, said Roo sadly. Oh, but no one can see on a day like this, Roo, said Rabbit. I don't expect that we shall get very far anyway. And then this afternoon we'll all... Uh, well, we'll all, well, oh, oh, Tigger, there you are. Come on, goodbye, Roo. This afternoon, we'll, oh, yes, well, come on, Pooh. Already? Yes, that's all right then. Well, come on then. And so they went. At first, Pooh and Rabbit and Piglet walked together, and Tigger ran around them in circles. And then when the path got narrower, Piglet, Pooh, and Rabbit walked one after the other, and Tigger ran around them in oblongs. And by and by, when the gauze got very prickly on either side of the path, Tigger ran up and down in front of them. And sometimes he bounced into Rabbit, and sometimes he didn't. And as they got higher, the mist got thicker and thicker, so that Tigger kept on disappearing. And then when you thought that he wasn't there, there he was again, saying, I say, come on! And then before you could say anything, there he wasn't again. Rabbit turned around, and he nudged Piglet. The next time, he said, you tell Pooh. The next time, said Piglet to Pooh. The next what, said Pooh to Piglet, and then Tigger appeared suddenly and bounced into Rabbit and then disappeared again. Now, said Rabbit, and he jumped into a hollow by the side of the path. And Pooh and Piglet jumped in after him, and they crouched in the bracken, listening. The forest was very silent when you stopped and you listened to it. They could see nothing and hear nothing. Shush, said Rabbit. I am, said Pooh. Then there was a pattering noise, and then silence again. Hello, said Tigger. He sounded very close suddenly. So suddenly that Piglet would have jumped if Pooh hadn't accidentally been sitting on most of him. Oh, where are you? called Tigger. And Rabbit nudged Pooh, and Pooh looked around for Piglet to nudge, but he couldn't find him. And Piglet went on breathing in wet bracken as quietly as he possibly could, and he felt felt very brave and excited. Oh, that is funny, said Tigger. And there was a moment's silence, and then they heard him pattering off again. And for a little longer they waited, until the forest had become so still that it almost frightened them. And then Rabbit got up and he stretched. "'Well,' he whispered proudly, "'there we are, just like I said.' "'Uh, I've been thinking,' said Pooh, "'and I think that—' "'No, don't,' said Rabbit. "'Run. "'Come on.' "'And they all hurried off, "'Rabbit leading the way. "'Now,' said Rabbit, "'after they had gone a little way. "'Now we can talk. "'What were you going to say, Pooh?' "'Oh, nothing much. "'Why are we going along here? "'Why, because it's the way home.' "'Oh,' said Pooh. "'Oh, I think that it's more to the right,' "'said Piglet nervously. "'What do you think, Pooh?' Now, Pooh looked at his two paws. He knew that one of them was right, and he knew that when he had decided which one that was, the other one was the left one, but he never could remember how to start. Oh, well, he said slowly. No, come on, said Rabbit. I know it's this way. And then they went on, and ten minutes later they stopped again. Oh, it's very silly, said Rabbit, but just for a moment I, um. Oh, no, of course. Come on, come on. Ah, here we are, said Rabbit ten minutes later. Oh, no, we're not. Now, said Rabbit ten minutes later. Now I think we ought to be getting, um... Oh, are we a little bit more to the right than I thought? Oh, it is a very funny thing, said Rabbit ten minutes later. How everything looks the same in a mist. Have you ever noticed that, Pooh? And Pooh said that yes, he had. Lucky we know the forest so well or we might get lost, said Rabbit half an hour later. And he gave the careless kind of laugh which you give when you know the forest so well that you can't possibly get lost. Piglet sidled up to Pooh from behind. Pooh, he whispered. "'Yes, Piglet?' "'Oh, nothing,' said Piglet, taking Pooh's paw. "'No, I just wanted to be sure of you.'" Now, when Tigger had finished waiting for the others to catch up, and they hadn't, and when he had gotten tired of having nobody to say, "'I say, come on!' too, he thought that he would just go home. So he trotted back, and the first thing that Kanga said when she saw him was, "'Oh, there's a good Tigger. "'You're just in time for your strengthening medicine.' And she poured it out for him, and Roo said proudly, "'I've already had mine!' And Tigger swallowed his and said, "'Yeah, so have I!' And then he and Roo pushed each other about in a friendly kind of way and Tigger accidentally knocked over one or two chairs by accident and Roo accidentally knocked over one or two on purpose and Kenga said, oh, now then, run along, you two. Where shall we run along to? asked Roo. You can go collect some fir cones for me, said Kenga, giving them a basket. And so they went up to the six pine trees and they threw fir cones at each other until they had forgotten what they came for and they left the basket under the trees. And then they went back for dinner. And it was just as they were finishing dinner that Christopher Robin put his head in at the door. "'Hey, where's Pooh?' he asked. "'Tigger, dear, where is Pooh?' said Kanga, and Tigger explained about what had happened at the same time that Roo was explaining about his biscuit cough, and Kanga was telling them not to both talk at once. So it was quite some time before Christopher Robin guessed that Pooh and Piglet and Rabbit must be lost in the mist at the top of the forest. "'Yeah, it is a funny thing about Tiggers,' whispered Tigger to Roo, "'how Tiggers can never get lost.' "'Oh, why don't they, Tigger?' "'Oh, well, they just don't,' explained Tigger. "'That's just how it is.' "'Well, said, Christopher Robin, well, we shall have to go and find them then. "'Come on, Tigger.' "'I shall have to go and find them,' explained Tigger to Roo. "'Can I find them too?' asked Roo eagerly. "'Oh, I think not today, dear,' said Kanga, on another day. "'If they're still lost tomorrow, can I find them?' "'We'll see,' said Kanga. "'And Roo, who knew what that meant, went off into a corner "'and practised jumping out at himself, "'partly because he wanted to practise this "'and partly because he didn't want Christopher Robin and Tigger "'to think that he minded when they went off without him.' ''Well, the fact is,'' said Rabbit, ''that we have missed our way somehow.'' They were having a rest in a small sand pit on top of the forest. Pooh was getting rather tired of this sandpit, and he suspected it of following them around, because whichever direction they started in, they always ended up back at it. And each time as it came through the mist towards them, Rabbit said triumphantly, ''Ah, now I know where we are!'' And Pooh said sadly, ''Oh, so do I!'' And Piglet said nothing. He had tried to think of something to say, but the only thing that he could think of to say was, "'Help! Help!' And it seemed very silly to say that when he had Pooh and Rabbit there with him. "'Well,' said Rabbit, after a long silence in which nobody thanked him for the lovely walk that they were having, "'well, we'd better be getting on, I suppose, so which way shall we try?' "'Well, how would it be,' said Pooh, slowly, "'if, as soon as we are out of sight of this pit, we go back and try and find it again?' "'Well, what would be the good of that?' said Rabbit." Oh, well, said Pooh, well, we keep on looking for home and then not finding it. So I thought if we look for the pit, we're sure to not find that too, which would be a good thing, because then we might find something that we weren't looking for, which might be exactly what we were looking for, really. I don't see any sense in that, said Rabbit. No, said Pooh humbly. No, there isn't. But there was going to be when I began. It's just that something happened to it on the way. But if I was walking away from this pit, Pooh, and then I walked back to it, of course I would find it. "'Oh, I just thought that perhaps you wouldn't,' said Pooh. "'You know, I just thought.' "'Well, try,' said Piglet suddenly. "'We will wait right here for you, Rabbit.' "'Rabbit gave a little laugh to show just how silly Piglet was, "'and he walked off into the mist, "'and then after he had gone a hundred yards, "'he turned around and walked back again, "'and then after Pooh and Piglet had waited for twenty minutes for him, Pooh got back up.' "'Yeah, I just thought,' said Pooh. "'Okay, now then, Piglet, let's go home.' "'Oh, but Pooh!' cried Piglet, all excited. "'Do you know the way?' "'No,' said Pooh. No, but there are twelve pots of honey in my cupboard, and they've all been calling me for hours now, and I couldn't hear them properly because Rabbit does talk. But if nobody says anything except for those twelve pots, then I think, Piglet, I think that I shall know where they're coming from. So, come on. And then they walked off together. And for a long time, Piglet said nothing so as not to interrupt the pots. And then suddenly he made a squeaky noise, and then an ooh noise because he began to know where he was. But still, he didn't dare to say so out loud, just in case he wasn't. And, just when he was getting so sure of himself that it didn't matter whether the Pots went on calling or not, there was a shout from in front of them, and out of the mist walked Christopher Robin. "'Oh, there you are,' said Christopher Robin carelessly, trying to pretend that he hadn't been anxious. "'Yeah, here we are,' said Pooh. "'Where's Rabbit?' "'Oh, I don't know,' said Pooh. "'Ah, well, I expect the Tigger will find him. He's sort of looking for you all.' Oh, well, said Pooh, well, I've got to go home for something. And so has Piglet, because he hasn't had any of it yet. Oh, well, I'll come watch you, Sir Christopher Robin. And so he went home with Pooh, and he watched him for quite a long time. And all the time that he was watching, Tigger was tearing around the forest, making loud yapping noises for Rabbit. And at last, a very small and sorry Rabbit heard him. And that small and sorry Rabbit rushed through the mist at the noise. And then it suddenly turned into a Tigger... A friendly Tigger. Oh, a grand Tigger. A large and helpful Tigger. A Tigger who bounced, if he bounced at all, in just the most beautiful way that a Tigger ought to bounce. Oh, Tigger, I am so glad to see you, said Rabbit. End of chapter.